people care about their car buying journey, provide your customers with an unparalleled chat and digital retailing experience with Goobagoo. Whether your customers are online or in-store, Goobagoo is there. See the magic at Goobagoo.com. That's G-U-B-A-G-O-O.com. Welcome to Daily Drive for Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. And I'm Kellen Walker. Today on the show, eight brands are really struggling with so-called one-and-done customers. Honda America's head of sales plans to retire. And Ford is in talks with China's BYD to sell a German plant. Plus, a conversation about how the industry's retail climate is helping create first-time dealership owners. Just one of those things that just kind of took off and is a side effect of profitability staying high. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. American Honda Motors Executive Vice President of National Operations will retire after a 34-year run with the Japanese automaker. Dave Gardner is 62. He spent the bulk of his career in management roles at Honda Canada before his move to the U.S. in 2020. Mamadou Diallo will step into the position of Senior Vice President of Auto Sales and assume a portion of Gardner's responsibilities. Diallo is currently Vice President of Auto Sales over Honda and Acura. The balance of responsibilities will be divvied up among other executives. No other details were provided. Ford is in talks with Chinese electric vehicle maker BYD over the sale of its Saarlouis plant in Germany. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke with the Wall Street Journal. The journal reports that Ford executives plan to travel to China next week to discuss the potential sale with BYD. Talks are still in a preliminary stage and may ultimately fall through. The report says Ford is also gauging interest from around 15 potential investors, but the terms of any deal are not known. Meanwhile, Ford will decide by mid-February on how many jobs it will cut in Europe. That's according to a spokesperson for German labor union, IG Metall, who spoke with Reuters. Union representatives will meet with Ford's management on Saturday for the next stage of talks. The union has threatened disruption if the U.S. automaker acts as roles in Germany and across the region as feared. Management figures offer a worst-case scenario of up to 2,500 job cuts in product development and a further 700 in administration. The union spokesperson said a second scenario was also on the table, but did not provide details. Ford has declined to comment, referring to a January 20th statement that the shift to electric vehicle production requires structural changes, and it would not say more until plans are finalized. And a so-called nomad retention challenge is hitting eight brands especially hard. Dodge, Ram, Audi, Mazda, GMC, Volkswagen, Acura, and Mercedes are all struggling to keep their Conquest customers from being one and done and going somewhere else after one purchase. That's according to a report from S&P Global Mobility. The research firm says finding greater loyalty from Conquest is both a short and long-term necessity. On the other side of this challenge are Tesla, Subaru, Jeep, Kia, Hyundai, and BMW. Those brands all have a high share of the nomads returning to market and higher retention. Tesla was the standout here, with a share of first-time owners at 83% and the lowest one-and-done rate of all the measured brands at 39%. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, 
you're heading to Dallas for the NADA. Dealers, you know, last couple of years, they've made a lot of money. Do you think this is going to be a positive conference? You know, I think uh, dealers are really having kind of a reset moment as they head into this NADA show in Dallas. You know, they're facing higher interest rates, some inflation risk. You know, the return to more normal production and inventories is going to mean that they can't uh, mark up cars as easily or it's going to be a lot more competitive for selling them. You know, we have a story this week about dealerships having to go back to basics and train their salespeople how to sell a vehicle because when inventory was so low, all you had to do to sell a car was have it on your lot, have it available to sell. You know, now you've got to really be able to explain the features, how it works, how the financing is going to work and get that person to sign on the line that is dotted. So it's a, definitely a back to basics kind of a theme for the show this year. That should be interesting. Uh, coming up, as we get ready for the NADA show this week, more and more people are becoming first time dealers. We'll hear more about that trend and what's causing it next on Daily Drive. People care about their car buying experience, and so do we. Provide your customers with an unparalleled chat and digital retailing experience with Goobagoo. Goobagoo is the leader in conversational commerce for the automotive industry. Our fully managed live messaging services instantly connect consumers to dealers anytime and anywhere through live chat, text, video, and more. Integrated with our fully managed chat, Goobagoo's virtual retailing platform enables consumers to buy cars online directly from the dealership's website through multiple channels. We are constantly improving the retailing experience and currently have over 100 integrations with CRMs, DMSs, and third-party applications. Goobagoo transforms the traditional car buying process into a modern, transparent, and seamless experience. Available 24-7, 365, our highly trained chat specialists are there to help. See it for yourself at goobagoo.com. That's G-U-B-A-G-O-O dot com. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. There are lots of trends to watch ahead of this week's NADA show in Dallas, where dealers and other industry professionals will meet to discuss the state of the auto retail industry. One storyline that's worth watching is the number of first-time dealers emerging as transactions in the dealership buy-sell market continue to boom. Automotive News rigorously documents franchise dealership transactions and recently recorded about 50 transactions involving first-time buyers in 2021 and 2022. For longtime dealership managers, striking those ownership deals often means achieving a goal that is years in the making. Jack Walsworth covers dealership buy-sells for us here at Automotive News. I spoke with him about his reporting on this trend. Here's our conversation. Jack Walsworth, welcome back to Daily Drive. Thanks, Jamie. Great to be here. You have a really interesting story in this week's Automotive News, especially as we prepare to head to Dallas for the NADA show. You found about 50 dealership managers becoming owners for the first time, or maybe not all of them were managers, but you know, first-time owners, close to 50 of them. Uh, I'd say I was a little surprised. Dealership valuations have been really high. I mean, the profits have been high. They're in high demand. How can people afford it? Well, JB, uh, you know, it's, it is interesting. One of the things we've noticed in this boom of buy selectivity is there's still been a, a, a small amount of people 
buying their first stores. And uh, yeah, really what, what, come down, what comes down to it is dealerships are making more money than they've ever been making. And that's something we've been covering quite well uh, for the past few years. And really, if you're a GM or a partner, you know, you're, you have a percentage of what you're, you're paid is from how well the store is doing. So for some of these GMs, you know, they were making decent money before, but then as profitability skyrocketed, they're just making way more money. And you know, it's just one of those things that just kind of took off and is a side effect of profitability staying high. So walk me through the math. I mean, it was uh, really fascinating how how well these guys uh, and, and these folks have been doing this last past couple of years. Sure. Yeah. So I, I talked with uh, Stuart McCallum over at Witham. Uh, it's an accounting firm and he kind of walked me through it. But basically he said, you know, in 2019, prior to the pandemic, GM might have been making 10% of 1.2 million annually on top of their base salary, say 120,000. That's but a pretty late, nice bonus. Yeah, yeah. that is that that <laughs> nice chunk of change. Um, but by late 2020, that that person was making about 10 percent of 400,000 a month, or 480,000 for the year, because of those elevated earnings. So you know that right there, you can kind of see a huge jump uh, in income or money that people were making on top of what you know they might have been saving for for their career. And you know, I talked to the few dealers that bought their first store either last year or in 2021, and they had said. You know, they had been saving for a long time. So if you take that on top of the extra money they were making, and it kind of makes sense how they were able to uh, make such a large purchase. I guess they uh, they say the, the first million is the hardest, uh, <laughs> but get a couple of half million dollar years, uh, you can, uh, can get there a lot quicker. Um, this is, though, really a turnaround from historical norms. I mean, it's been uh, long been a struggle, right, for dealers to buy in or for managers to buy in. Yeah, it seems to be like in the past, it was more so like, you know, an, a dealership owner might have had a GM as a partner that could have been like their exit strategy, like way down the road when that dealer decided to retire. But now it seems like that's shifted a little bit. And maybe those timelines for people that want to become first time dealers has moved up quite a bit and that they now have the funds where they don't have to wait for someone to retire. They can kind of go out and buy something on their own. So that, that definitely is a shift we've seen over the last couple of years. So how did you come upon this trend? Well, you know, uh, here at Auto News, we've definitely been rigorously tracking the, the buy-sell market. And, you know, for every big deal we cover, where, whether it's a public or a large private buying, you know, we have heard of, you know, first-time buyers that, you know, have still may have been able to break through. You know, it's not every every week or every day that we hear of this, but, you know, they're, as part of our reporting, we have found, you know, that this one person might have been a long-time GM and they've they've gotten through. So uh, it's a little bit of just you know, our, our reporting, but um, it is one of those things we have noticed over the course of almost two years where you know more and more first-time buyers are appearing amidst all these other uh, large buyers. So just that rigorous shoe leather reporting, you know, uncovers what's, um, you know, what this uh, surprising trend is very good. So what's what are things like in the buy-sell market these days? I mean, housing has really cooled off. Is it the same for these uh, auto dealers? Uh, no, it, it still feels pretty busy. Um, you know, we're still hearing of large groups, um, you know, groups on the Auto News Top 150 list making deals. You know, I would say after the new year, it's maybe the activity has slowed a little bit just as we're finding out about deals. But having said that, you know, as we get further into January, more deals have been coming through and we're hearing about more. Um, you know, we're still, from what we hear from people in the industry, it, it does seem like people are still buying and are still looking. And, uh, you know, we fully expect to still keep busy uh, reporting deals. And But we did talk with some folks specifically about first-time buyers, and it sounds like that there still should be another crop of first-time dealers this year as well, um, that they don't anticipate that slowing down either. 
Jack Walsworth covers dealership mergers and acquisitions on the buy-sell beat at Automotive News. Thanks again for joining me today. Thanks, Jamie. We'll see you in Dallas. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News coordinating producer Jake Neer, as well as our own Carly Schaffner and Paige Hodder for their help on today's podcast. You can get the latest news on retail, manufacturing, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for my conversation with True Car CEO Mike Darrow ahead of this week's NADA show in Dallas. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.